welcome back to another episode of Locker Soccer. We are joined once again by Robert from Rambling Runoff Podcast. Robert, how have you been? Uh, what have you been up to lately? How's it going, everybody? Uh, I've been all right. Uh, I mean, life's been has its ups and downs, but hey, we keep going and keep pushing. And uh, yeah, man, just been watching as many sports as I can when I can, at least. Or if not, I just watch the highlights. But uh, other than that, yeah, it's mostly what I've been up to. All right, we'll jump right in to a couple of news stories um, that have recently come up. We'll start with Wrexham to play MLS reserve side LA Galaxy 2 in a July friendly. Newly promoted Wrexham will travel to Hollywood in July, building on their American fan base with a friendly against Major League Soccer's reserve team, LA Galaxy 2. Um, You're a Galaxy fan yourself. And if I'm not mistaken, you've maybe been to one or two Galaxy uh, 2 games. Um, What would your interest level be for this friendly match? Um, I've seen like one game. Uh, I mean, it's been a while, but uh, all those players that I used to follow up play for the first team now or have since disbanded from the club. But uh, yeah, I mean, it should be interesting. I mean, I'm surprised I would, you would have thought that maybe they played there first team over here but i guess they decide all right we'll have them play the second team since technically wrexham is um, a little more bottom of the table out in the uk but i mean it's okay um yeah so they'll meet the division two squad or sometimes they refer to as los dos but i think most people would just rather call them g2 um but uh yeah they're gonna be playing in the big stadium as well not the track and field where they usually play so yeah they're gonna be at dignity health sports park on saturday july 22nd in the summer uh, it should be a good game what was that? 7.30 p.m. kickoff, I think, uh, Pacific Standard Time. So a night game. It's, uh, what do I say, Saturday? Saturday. So if you're not doing much that day, go check it out. Should be a good time. Deadpool's going to be there. So, yeah. There you go. I assume it was just easier to play uh, to disrupt the Galaxy 2 season than, than the actual Galaxy season. But, um, you know, they are more similar in skill, and it'll be good promotion for – both Wrexham and MLS Next Pro, so. No, yes, um, I'm expecting it to be a, a good a good time. Uh, I mean, look at the, I look at the promotional thing that they have here for the Galaxy. They got uh, Alan Saldana. Um, dang it, I'm forgetting your names now. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, Saldana, you got, um, I'm forgetting his name, and I'm, I'm forgetting, oh, Marcus Fracanis, and um, I'm forgetting the other guys from Pico River. Gosh, damn it. Anyways, <laughs> there's some notable people that play for a G2 as well, though. In other MLS Next Pro news, um, New England Revolution 2 and FC Cincinnati 2 um, tied the goal-scoring record in a um, – or they actually set a new record for most goals scored in an MLS Next Pro game. Um, it was a 5-5 um, draw, and then – Revs 2 1 in a shootout 5 to 4. Um, in a historic game for MLS Next Pro, New England Revolution 2 emerged triumphant in a shootout following a high scoring affair during regulation time. A total of 10 goals scored between both teams. Last Sunday's match between New England Revolution 2 and FC Cincy 2 now stands as the highest scoring game in league history. Um, I actually did watch all the. Um, goals that they had on the highlights there uh some of them were pretty 
pretty much crackers. So there's that. And jumping into the last bit of news, San Diego in pole position to land an MLS expansion franchise. San Diego is leading the way to become Major League Soccer's 30th expansion franchise, according to ESPN. The Californian city has been in the running with Las Vegas to join MLS, with League Commissioner Don Garber hoping to announce a new team by the end of 2023. ESPN uh, reports that San Diego has considerably more momentum to secure an MLS spot, um, um, beating out some other cities that are um, close to the top list as well, including Las Vegas. What were your thoughts on uh, MLS team possibly joining uh, San Diego? Well, personally, I haven't heard any news on any final decision, but I know it was either going to be like San Diego, Las Vegas, and I don't know, once upon a time ago, Sacramento, and a long time ago, Detroit, which I don't think that's going to happen anymore. But uh, yeah, I think San Diego would be a good choice considering they already have a women's team. Uh, the second division team is also pretty good. The San Diego Loyal with uh, Atlanta Donovan coaching that staff, that organization. And yeah, the women's team, NWSL team is pretty good with Alex Morgan. Um, as their main forward, and I think the San Diego, I think called the San Diego Wave. Um, yeah, I heard they're pretty good. So overall, I think San Diego might be the next uh, hot spot for them to play. And uh, I did see, however, if they were to get an expansion team or a franchise or whatever investment team, uh, they would play at Snapdragon, which just got built. So new stadium, new team, it's all good in the hood. Yeah, I feel like. They're still trying to get a team in Detroit because I saw it on the list, but um, they have a really loyal USL following, so that could get tricky. But um, you know, eventually, if they ever get promotion relegation, they could maybe enter that way. We're moving on to the Concacaf final, where LAFC beat Philly three to nil to advance to the final championship game. They're the, going to the game; they're tied one one on aggregate. Um, what are your thoughts on LAFC advancing um, against Philly? They don't yet know their opponent in the final. Um, well, it does burn inside a bit, but you have to give props to LAFC. Um, they lost Chicho Arango. You know, Bawanga's kind of carried the team on his back a bit. You still have Carlos Velo, who's always a threat. Um, I did see the, I didn't see the game, but I saw Opoku started the. The goal scoring, I forgot who scored the second one, but then uh, Buwanga got that third goal to put the cherry on top. But I think that red card uh, really hurt the the union. I mean, he got double yellows, but on that second one, he came in, I want to say it was super duper late, but, you know, open uh, open tackle on the side of the field, always going to get a yellow. And, yeah, they Philly went down a man, and I think it just kind of spun out of control. And, and LAC took care, of business, took care of business at home. So, yeah, yeah they're going to their second – CONCACAF Champions League final in the past like three, four years in the span of that time. And uh, yeah, we just got to wait and see who they're going to face. They're going to play uh, Tigres or they're going to play Club Leon. It was Timothy Tillman scoring first in the 13th minute. Apoku oh, scored uh, in the 82nd minute and then Dennis Baranga scored in the 90th minute and it was Mombazo with the uh, 59th minute red card. For Philly. Moving on to Thank a you. couple <laughs> of open cup games. Columbus Crew um, beat Indy 11 to advance to the next round. They won 1 0 
on a 83rd minute goal from Mohamed Farsi. And FC Cincinnati beat Louisville City FC in what they call the uh, Dirty River Derby, as both of them used to be USL teams. Uh, obviously, Louisville still is, but FC Cincinnati's franchise moved up to MLS, and so they can only now play each other in the cup, basically. But um, since he scored in the 85th minute, um, Odors um, scored for them, and they won 1-0. Moving on to next week's um, matchups, we have Loudoun United of USF, USL versus Columbus Crew, FC Cincinnati versus New York City FC, and you have LA your LA Galaxy versus Seattle Sounders. Those games are all on Wednesday, May tenth. How do you feel about Galaxy's chances against Sounders? Well, the Sounders went up. Uh back and forth in their last matchup. So hopefully if we get that Seattle team, they'll the Galaxy will do well. Uh considering they already played them earlier on this year uh, in the MLS, uh in which Seattle did go up two zero early on. But the Galaxy did put some pressure on. Uh, I think in the, that, that game ended two to one and they were trying so hard to to get that second goal. Now I remember the other guy's name. His name's Johnny Perez. The other guy from G2. Sorry, sidetracked. But yeah, um, the Galaxy, if, if they're hoping for a, a good cup run, they're gonna have to they have to defeat Seattle, who they haven't beaten at home or in general in a while. So fingers crossed that even though it's a cup game, it will help turn their year, turn their MLS season around, and you know, move on into the tournament and possibly play either, I think. Real Salt Lake, or let me see who else is. I forgot the 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 group, the groupings, but I don't think they had Salt Lake, Portland. Yeah, it was either Salt Lake or Portland. So we're gonna see how the how the drawing goes after that. If if they are to win. Yes. Um. My hope with the Columbus Crew is well. First of all, it was nice to beat. Um. A USL team this year and not lose. Um, so we got out of the first round there, and then now we play another USL team. So it'd be nice to get to the second round. I just hope we lose to uh, an MLS team, or it'd be nice if we lost to like a higher one in the table too. But um, you know, it's good that the run continues, and we'll see where that goes. Now we're gonna move into some. Of last week's MLS games, we'll start with my Columbus crew who lost 2-1 to Miami. Um, Leonardo Kimpara scored in the 7th minute and 42nd minute. And Cucho Hernandez scored in the 10th minute of that game. Uh, Inter-Miami obviously won 2-1. A Columbus crew has been uh, going through a little bit of a rough patch recently. Um, their defense has still been pretty good uh, as, as they've only given up two goals in this one and then one in the last two matches as well. Um, so their defense has still been pretty good, but they haven't been able to score. They scored one three weeks ago, um, zero last week, and only one this week. So they have to keep the scoring up, uh, find ways to get to keep to keep the scoring going in order to win um, some more soccer games. They are off um, going into this week, though. And that was Inter-Miami's first um, win in six games. And going on to Cincy versus New England Revolution, it was a 1-1 draw 
the, the teams at the top of the table. Um, Dennis Emmanuel Butang um, scored in the 45th plus three uh, minute, and Gerson Muanga um, scored in the 31st minute, um, both first half goals for FC Cincy. Um, um, and New England Revolution, um, no goals in the second half. That was a 1-1 draw. Um, both teams are pretty evenly matched at the top of the table, I think. So that was a pretty, you know, iron sharpens iron clash there. Your, uh, your LA Galaxy lost 2-0 to Orlando City SC. Um, Cara scored in the 38th minute and Forrest scored in the 57th minute, um, both for Orlando City. What did you think about Orlando City versus LA Galaxy? The the names you were trying to say were Erkan Kara and uh Facundo Torres and I mean I know Facundo Torres he'll he'll tear you apart easily but um I mean it's saddening uh you know you didn't expect to uh go in there and lose like that I mean you already saw if you there's a picture going around Chicharito about to literally tear off his shorts in frustration and agony. Rightfully so, but um, yeah, I mean it's disappointing. Hopefully the the team can turn it around with their next uh game up against Colorado, and after that go up go go against Seattle, which luckily they're playing at home. So two two home games. Uh, hopefully they could somewhat get a get a, get it rolling here. Um, the transfer portal has now closed as of the as of April twenty fourth. So we just have to wait and see what happens now. Uh, the Galaxy did just bring in uh, dang it, I think his last name is Cervantes. Uh, they just brought him into the squad very recently, uh, right before the, the um, the portal closed. So hopefully, I think he plays a winger, which the Galaxy did need. And that, I mean, they're 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 begging for for some open space, some some wide runs. Uh, Boyd's doing his best. Um, I think a lot of people expected Raheem Edwards to move out wide. It hasn't happened yet. And uh was Douglas Costas still sticking around? It looks like he's gonna have to pick up the slack as well. But it's all up in the air for the galaxy. And uh I've said this on my podcast as well, but uh if you're if you're a bottom table team right now, uh you just kinda gotta hope for the best and start stringing some wins or some draws at least and you know get this thing cooking. But other than that, um I'm hoping that the galaxy do turn it around. Right. We'll look at a couple of those games for this upcoming week. FC Cincinnati versus DC United, who have been on form recently, winning four of their last five games after having a uh, rocky start at the beginning. FC Cincy is still uh, close to the top of the table in second place. Um, they've had a draw, two wins, a loss, and another win. Um they previously were undefeated before that loss. I still think they can beat DC despite DC's um good one of form late. And uh, like I said before, uh, Columbus has the week off. LAFC plays San Jose Earthquakes, who started the season pretty good. They've kind of slowed down a little bit with a couple losses and draws here and there. I think LAFC should be able to pick up the W. And we'll end with your LA Galaxy, who did get their first week uh, win of the season last uh, two weeks ago against Austin. They play Colorado, who's right down in the bottom with them. 
Um, they've had a couple wins and draws, so they're slightly better than Galaxy, but they're both in the same realm of the table. What do you expect to happen in that game? Well, um, I expect the Galaxy, on paper, they look better, but I expect them to be competitive in this matchup. Uh, I know Colorado isn't the best either right now, uh, they will be facing the LA Galaxy. Will be facing one of their former, recent former players, Kevin Cabral, uh, their DP, who they traded out for some money to uh, Colorado recently, right before the season started. So we have to see how how they fare. But uh, jokingly, as they always say, we're going to see the the former players always do better against their against their former teams. So hopefully that doesn't happen here, because I think a lot of Galaxy fans would be devastated uh, to see Kevin Cabral you know, just run circles around the Galaxy defense. But like how you said, they're at the bottom of the table as well. Uh, I think, uh, let me see, looking at the at the points list, uh, Colorado has nine, Galaxy has six. Um, Colorado has six draws. So six draws plus one win isn't really good. But yeah, the Galaxy are going to have to turn it around. The five five losses doesn't look good. But I think they'll they'll be able to do it. I mean, if they did it against Austin, who is I would say way better than Colorado, I'm pretty sure they could handle Colorado. But Galaxy have had a tendency to somewhat play down to the competition, or maybe who knows? Maybe the competition just has their number that day. But uh, we're just gonna have to wait and see. It's still early on. I'm very optimistic at this point. All right, now before we wrap it up, we'll read off on some of the tables um, of some of the um, various U.S. leagues. We'll start with the MLS table. So right now it's New England in first, Cincy in second, Atlanta in third, Nashville fourth, NYCFC fifth, Crew sixth, D.C. seventh, Orlando eighth, Toronto ninth, Union tenth, Fire eleventh, Inter-Miami twelfth, Montreal thirteenth, Charlotte fourteenth, and Red Bulls are in fifteenth. In the West, it's Seattle is in first, St. Louis in second, LAFC third, Dallas fourth, Earthquakes fifth, Dynamo sixth, Minnesota seventh, Timbers eighth, Whitecaps ninth, Real Salt Lake tenth, Austin eleventh, Rapids twelfth, Galaxy thirteenth, and rounding out Sporting KC fourteenth. For MLS Next Pro, Crown Legacy is in first, Orlando B in second. Crew 2 3rd, Revs 2 4th, New York Red Bulls 2 5th, Atlanta United 2 6th, Cincy 2 7th, NYFC 2 8th, Fire 2 9th, Inner Miami 2 10th, Union 2 11th, Huntsville 12th, and Toronto FC 2 13th. In the rest, West, Rapids 2 in 1st, Austin FC 2 in 2nd, Tacoma to Viance in 3rd. Whitecaps in fourth, Minnesota two, fifth, Earthquakes two, sixth, North Texas seventh, Real Monarchs two, eighth, Houston Dynamo two, ninth, Sporting KC two, tenth, St. Louis City two, eleventh, Galaxy two, twelfth, Timbers two, thirteenth, and LAFC two in fourteenth. The NWSL table right now has Portland Thorns in first. Ontario Rain, second, San Diego Wave, third, Washington, fourth, New Jersey, New York, Gotham, fifth, 
Houston in sixth, Kansas City in seventh, North Carolina in eighth, Angel City FC in ninth, Racing Louisville 10th, Chicago 11th, and Orlando 12th. And lastly, the USL Championship table in the east, Birmingham in first, Battery in second, Louisville in third, Loudoun in fourth, Pittsburgh fifth, Tampa sixth, Miami seventh, Tulsa eighth, Memphis nine, Indy 10, Hartford 11th, and Detroit 12th. Sacramento in the west is in the first, Colorado second, Loyal in third, El Paso fourth, San Antonio fifth, Monterey Bay sixth, Phoenix seventh, Oakland eighth, New Mexico ninth, Rio Grande Valley tenth, Orange County eleventh, and Las Vegas twelfth. Do you have any um, follow up on any of those tables? Well, I'm hoping that Angel City out here in, in Los Angeles kind of turns it around. I'm shocked to see Orlando and the NWSL be at the bottom, considering uh, I think these have Morta. I don't know if she still plays there or not, but um, surprised to see them at the bottom of the table. And in regards to the champ USL championship, um, Birmingham is in first. That's uh, all right. <laughs> Never would really expect that, but all right. Um, uh, battery as well. Dang, all these lower lower tier teams. I'm used to seeing at the bottom, at the top now. Um, Louisville's. I'm not surprised. Um, Riverhounds are pretty good. I think the Rowdies got to turn it around. Um, and hey, man, what's going on with Detroit? I thought they were good. Yeah. All the way at the bottom in the east. Well, they're not, um, I guess. I'm still guess trying. Not. I'm still going to go to game this year, though. Okay. Yeah, and then um, same thing for Las Vegas. Like, you guys used to be this team, yeah. this hot commodity team. I mean, not that you guys had anybody good, but you had people go into your games because you guys used to do all this crazy stuff. But I guess not anymore. And then same thing for Orange, Orange County SC. You guys are... You guys won a championship. Now you're squabbling at the end of the Western Conference group table. Like, huh? All right, I guess. But like I said earlier on in this podcast, look out for San Diego. They're tearing it up. Shout out to Landon Donovan. But uh, yeah, I digress. We'll see. I had two things for that. The first is, um, you know, Las Vegas could get upgrade in stadium if they still exist in 2027th with the A's moving to Las Vegas. They permanently, they currently play at the old AAA like minor league stadium. So assuming they'd get rid of the Las Vegas minor league team, they could move into the uh, new minor league stadium. So that'd be a bit of an upgrade for them. Uh, And then also a moral victory is your Galaxy 2 are two spots ahead of LAFC too. So there's that. And to wrap it up, what is happening over on Rambling Runoff this week and possibly in the future? Well, before I get into my own my own business, I can't believe you just brought up that whole Oakland A's debacle. Very sad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, at Rambling Runoff, we just released our most recent podcast. Go check it out. Uh, we talk uh, some MLS news, a little update check in there. And then we also go and t- take a deep dive in the NBA playoffs. Uh, my co-host, Danny Tan, he gives you uh, all his insider opinions on that as well. And then we kind of get a little high fi- How would you say high fi- We go deep. We take a deep dive, basically. And, like, you know, 
and our consumption of sports. And then in the rundown portion of our show, we talk about a lot of different stuff. So if you stick around towards the end, um, yeah, you can go check it out. Um, find us on Twitter at Rambling Runoff, Instagram Rambling Runoff, sometimes on TikTok too. But uh, yeah, man, that's what that's what we're cooking over there. All right. This has been Locker Soccer Podcast with Robert, the host of Rambling Runoff. We hope you enjoy all the MLS fixtures this weekend.